Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week, we are talking about the Suicide Squad 2 trailer. Dude, I'm so excited to talk to you about this trailer. I know, it looks awesome. Um, James Gunn directing. For later in the podcast, Chris, Psh, you just like revealed well, you what know, you thought about I mean, this trailer. Yeah, I mean, I don't, here's the thing. I don't know that we ever really talk about trailers <laughs> unless we are excited about them, do we? <laughs> no, you're right. We don't ever like come on the podcast. Let's talk about this absolutely <laughs> trash trailer that looks like you no. would never want to see this movie. We've come on the, on the show and talked about bad movies before, which I actually love sure. to do. Oh, uh, that's great. It's, it's a fun time because it makes the movie better. Uh-huh. I still remember the... Um, the whenever we reviewed Cloverfield Paradox and like I I watched it and actually like liked it and then yeah. uh, you and Fulton yeah. didn't so much and then over the course of the review I was like yeah that was a bad movie <laughs> yeah 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 you, we slowly convinced you. yeah yeah um, the only thing good about that movie is the music the mu- music is fantastic in that movie I honestly don't um, remember uh, it's got this like sweet like violin uh, type of a, a theme going on mm. anyway it's it's uh, Bear McCreary, and so obviously, uh, yeah. like, it's gonna have Definitely. like it's it's hooks in you, you know. Well, and so this, like, this is the thing: good, a good, a good soundtrack can make me actually like a bad movie. That's a good point. That's a real good point because, like, Dark Phoenix, yeah. man, yeah, like you know, not the best. I mean, while that mo- movie wasn't great, it right. wasn't it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't right. great. The the soundtrack made me like it so much more. Like, I have such good positive memories about that movie because totally. of that soundtrack. But then, whenever I think about the plot, I'm like. I don't know that I want to watch it again. Yeah, you're like no, nothing really. Like, I, there's nothing appealing to me about this. Like the plot of this. Like, if yeah. you were just to tell me what happened in that, I would be like, mm. right. But then again, it has a uh, you know, Fastbender in it, and I'm I will I you know, Fastbender as Magneto is like one of the coolest things ever. So he can just speaking, like like slow mo stare at you across a room, and you're like, man, this is a great movie. Speaking of Fastbender. I really liked him in the uh, Assassin's Creed movie, and I really wanted them to make more of those. Yeah, I, I, I mean, while again, not a really great movie or anything, it was a good movie. Uh, but, but like, I, he was fantastic in it. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, while like you tell me the plot, and I'm like, eh, maybe it could be like <laughs> the second one could be good. Yeah. Um. I yeah, you're right. Like his performance in that, I'm just like, man, I'm just just all about it. And that's the thing. Like I. Uh, Movies that are like okay movies, but have like a really good like standout performance or a really good cast, like man, it's like it can be elevated a lot by those things. But that doesn't necessarily make me want to watch it again, <laughs> right? You know, right? The performance just takes me through the first watch. Totally. You know. Um, okay, so uh, we're going to uh, be reviewing that trailer a little bit later, um, and we have some picks of the week. But first, John, what have you been up to this week? So I feel like we should be up to a lot because it's been like two weeks since we've really chatted because this one's late. Oh, like we're, yeah. t- we're recording here a little bit late. Yeah. Um, but then last week we did it like early because you were moving and everything. Yeah. Um, which so how did the move go? Oh, yeah. So uh, move from Murfreesboro to Columbia went went great. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm here at least. Uh, <laughs> and so we made it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we went right up to the wire. We had like two days to move. Need to be out by six o'clock and like, 6 p.m. on uh, the uh, I guess last Friday. No, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. it last Friday, John? Oh yeah, Chris. Oh it was, my gosh, it was, that seems like yeah. a month ago. Anyway, last Friday, 
and uh, we went right up to the wire. We were doing our final walkthrough after cleaning the house and getting the last few things out at about 5.45, and uh, went back through the house and made sure we had everything, and um, then we, the new homeowner who was moving in literally like drove up with a truckload full of stuff as we uh, were walking out of the out of the house <laughs> what are they were like parked down the block they're like we're early they're still here <laughs> yeah i don't know um i was trying to get out early but like we i don't know it just ended up being we were at the house for 10 years john and yeah, dude. like we had a lot we had so, so many things from inside the house ready to go but then mm-hmm. like where we hit a snag was whenever i because like everything was in the garage so i couldn't bring everything down out of the attic until we got that stuff out and then mm-hmm. I started just pulling stuff out of the attic, and it, it's ten years of us just shoving stuff up in the attic. Yeah, it just continues. Yeah, and that's um, that's really what slowed us down the most. It's always fascinating to me whenever you move from someplace you've lived for a while, like how creative you get about hiding things. Yes. where you're like, oh, this thing, this thing fits right here. Yep. Cool. I'll yeah. just I'll just leave it there. And then whenever you like move, you move the thing in front of the thing, and you're like, oh man, yep. I put that there like six years ago. What? What? Yep. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It makes um, it makes no sense sometimes. Like you're like, oh man, why did I? What? And and it, you know, you're like, why did I put this here? Why did I save this? You know that kind of stuff. You yeah, know, yeah. like. Of course. And for me, most of the time it's boxes. Like, and I'm like, why did I save all these boxes? Like my box to my uh, weed eater. Why did I save that? No reason for that. Hmm. You know? Well, I mean, you need it if you're going to return it. But the thing is, I always forget <laughs> uh, totally. to like throw it away after the 30-day window or after right. I use it and go, there's no way I'm returning well, this. I, Let me throw away that box. And you know? I think about like, I, I don't even know if I've ever returned something, you know, like that on that level. You know what I mean? Yeah, on that and level. Ne- actually I mean, needed that box. Right, right, right. I mean, the like thinking about it in terms of like, okay, what have I actually like needed to return? That sort of thing. It's like it's like electronics, and it's like you know things that aren't 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 that big. TVs sometimes, but like so, but those are like you know, I feel like those are high like returnable items. You know, (laughs) right? Yes. Whereas like a weed eater, it's like, does it eat the weeds? Yeah, it does. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Let's keep it. Cool. (laughs) So anyway, it went, Whereas, it went, it yeah. went well. I'm, I'm broadcasting live to you from Columbia, Tennessee right now in my That's upstairs cool. Cool. Uh, extra bedroom. It's, uh, actually, it's actually not live, Chris. It's pre-recorded. This okay, is, I, well, I, I, you're I don't know, hearing I don't, me live. I mean, we've done, you know, however many episodes at this I am point. Live. Is it, 400, I am a live man right now. <laughs> I'm That's a, what that means. A human We're being. We're just rewriting, rewriting what live means, Chris. Yep. Whenever there's a sports thing and it says I mean, live, is, it just means that nobody on screen we is dead. We don't like we don't stop, you know. Whenever we record these things, we that's just true, keep going. True. We do just keep going. You so know? technically, we do, it's like, live. Yeah, and you know, we we leave we we have the sound effects or whatever, but like you know, other than that, it's pretty much all just straight down, Chris. Yeah, it's as yeah. it happens. Yeah, long form podcast. Yeah. Um. Well, that's awesome. So that's pretty much all you've been entertaining yourself with. Yeah, that's all I've been doing. Well, no, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. I'll back up. I've been watching lots. Of, uh, so there's a show I've been watching. I could have done this for my pick of the week. It's fine. Ah. Uh, uh, okay. I've been watching uh, lots of HGTV during this move just to kind of like get some inspiration for some things I could, you know, you can do and like to the new house and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, I've been watching this show called uh, Rock the Block on HGTV, and um, it's where uh, four pairs of HGTV uh, designers, they get, they all go to a neighborhood and they get. And Dwayne the Johnson, the Rock Johnson comes in. No, uh, that would be amazing though. Um, they get four identical houses in this neighborhood and they are basically like just the drywall and like they're basically like just shells of houses without 
any kind of paint or design or anything like that. And then they get the to design each area, a different area each week. They get seven days to do it, then they get judged on it. And um, it's fascinating to see how differently these designers uh, design these homes and like move things yeah. around and yeah. like put kitchen over here instead of over here. Like it's mm-hmm. a it's a it's a pretty cool uh, pretty cool show. I've been enjoying it a lot. That's, That's awesome. what I've been up that to sounds, this week. That, that sounds great. I I still wish they would do like the Rock would come in and do one with them. You know, because then it could be really they rock <laughs> the block. Oh you my know? gosh. Um. Just to just to have it, you know. Anyway, um, well, that's awesome, Chris. It was funny, like you mentioned earlier before we got like before we hit the record button, you were like, "Oh yeah, you know, we haven't got to gotten to the you know a ton of the fun part of like you know picking this stuff out and blah blah blah." And you were telling me about this awesome door, yeah. And uh, and then literally in my head, I was like, "But they've only they have they haven't even been in that house a week yet." <laughs> <laughs> and you're and you're like, "Yeah, you know, well, you know, haven't had a ton of time to get there." And I'm like, "This isn't even close to like whenever I like it'd be months before I." Would <laughs> Get to the point, point of like, what? Let's swap out this door, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like I've gotten to the point where I can like, once you live in it for like a week, you're like, okay, I see the things that I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I know it's going to be bothering me in the next <laughs> yeah. two months. <laughs> yeah, one something happens more, you know, like two or three times. You're like, all right, yeah, mm, yeah. that's going to get <laughs> on my nerves. Like, that door needs to swing the opposite way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. So well, what are you up awesome to this that. week? Oh man! Well, we've been traveling. Like we uh, we went and visited uh, visited uh, Grandma, and so you know that and, and saw her, which was which was awesome. But uh, so I've been playing some Switch, mm. played uh, played some more Hades. I'm I'm almost to the like the the final final prologue. You're beating this game. I did, dude. It rolled credits on it. It's like, but this game is the game that continues to give <laughs> because. I unlocked a uh, a weapon, right? And so okay. you can unlock different aspects of the same weapon. So there's a gun in the game. like, And so it becomes essentially like a, uh, a top-down isometric like shooter game okay. at, like is the gameplay um, rather than like a hack and slash or like, it, a spear thing. What? And so it's the same same levels, like same like it's procedurally generated, all this stuff. But then you unlock an upgrade to the gun that is a laser. And okay. rather than having like rockets as like your your special like your your uh, your heavy attack, it becomes like little orbs that whenever your laser shoots them, they explode. And so the gameplay of this thing completely changes to where I'm like the first thing I did whenever I would come into a level is like dash around and throw these little orbs all over the room and then just stand in one spot and just laser them until like you just blow all of them up a chain reaction style and eliminate all the enemies in the room. And so anyway, the this game just continues to go, Chris. This is a Sounds whole insane. brand new style of playing so that what, I've encountered what, what, and I'm a, like 100 hours into this game. What do you uh, I mean, you're just replaying through every all the levels again. I mean, like, so it's a, it's a, uh, it is, you know, the the same style of as other roguelikes, where like, oh, it's you're you're playing through harder versions of the bosses, so you can add like what they call heat, and so these heat modifiers are like, oh, it completely changes the way that this boss handles, and uh, or introduces new mechanics with each of the the four or five bosses or whatever, and then you can do things like, oh, well, these types of enemies have more health or you know you get fewer choices as you're going through and picking power-ups on your run so it's a uh, like it increases the thing but they, the the story has continued on which is what's the main driver i'm going to be very sad whenever the story like I, i'm about to run out of story man 
Um, and when I'm going to be very sad whenever I do run out of story because it's not going to incentivize me to go back and discover what must have like be be another 14 different play styles. Um, because like I, the story continues each time that you finish a run, you build relationships with the different, uh, gods, the Olympian gods that give you, uh, your power ups and stuff throughout the run. And once you have a good relationship with all of them, the prologue triggers and that's whenever the final story is. And so like I, uh, I now have one person that I have yet to get to the top level of uh, a friendship with them. And so, yeah, so that's, you know, whenever that happens, it'll trigger the prologue. And then it's like, then that's like, that's the end of the end. That's like, mm, okay. You've, you've done it all, John, you know? Okay. That seems so wild. that's what I'm working towards. <laughs> All right. And you can do this much faster. It's just I didn't. Um, I've been taking my time with it, enjoying it, you know, that sort of thing. But I think I decided that this week where I was like, okay, this is the time. Like, I'm, I, this, is, this is the time. And then, you know, obviously through the process of that, discovering this other play style, I'm like, maybe it's not the time. <laughs> maybe I have more of this game. But no, I'm, I'm totally going to do it. I'm going to finish the game. It's, it's, a, uh, it's a, a quite an amazing game, dude. I would give this game, like, if I were to review it right now, I'd give it a, a, a masterpiece level, like a 10, 10 wow. out of 10 kind of game, like where it's like, this is just a fantastic game, dude. That's wild. Anyway, that's what I've been up to this week. Cool. Um, oh. Huh? Hmm? I was going to say, well, we're going to talk about the Justice League trailer. We Not are. Justice League trailer. What are we talking about? What, the Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad trailer. trailer. It's the opposite of Justice League. Yes. But first, the pick of the week. Pick of the week. <laughs> All right, John, what's your pick of the week? So my pick of the week this week is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm. Or is it the Winter Soldier? No, it's Falcon first. Yeah, yeah the yeah. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I've watched the first couple episodes on Disney+. Plus. It's uh, I enjoy it. It is uh, what I kind of was looking for from, from this show and from the next episode, uh, you know, MCU kind of thing after WandaVision. Um, I do like the first episode quite a lot more than I liked the second one, but that doesn't mean that I'm out or anything by any means. I'm very intrigued about where it's going. Um, I just thought, you know, the the first episode was was such a cool pacing. Was It felt very cinematic. I felt like it was like exactly what I want out of a lot of... Um, this television shows from MCU where it takes something that it takes the superheroes and it goes, okay, well like let's extend kind of the emotional aspects of the story and tell you like what's going on and show you these details about their lives and, uh, and present them in, in interesting, compelling ways. And then, also have some superhero-esque stuff in there. Um, and so that's exactly what it was. That's what the first episode was. The second episode leaned more heavily into the uh, the superhero stuff, which was fine. Um, it's just like, it wasn't like a standout in my mind of like, oh man, that was unique. You know, it was more like, this is like Marvel MCU kind of stuff, mm. um, which is fine. Uh, and and I'm, I, if it continues down that road and it keeps on going at the Marvel MCU thing, I'm going to be like super into it. If it keeps going, you know, if it goes and has more of the, uh, the kind of, you know, off hours emotional heart kind of things going on there i would be even more happy but uh but dude it's just such a such a good show man i'm uh, i'm very in nice dude that's awesome i i need to check it out i think there's two, well, is there two or three episodes out right now there's two now two i think that i don't 
I watched the other one. I think I watched the second one in like the day the day that it came out. So Friday, I think it comes out on Thursdays, like everything, which is the worst possible time is Thursday night, you know, at two a.m. or something. <laughs> so, um, but I think I watched it on Friday. So yeah, I think there's only two episodes right now. That's awesome. Um, John, my pick of the week is yes. there's a new version of edition of the Lord of the Rings illustrated edition uh, coming out this October nineteenth. You sent this to me, actually, and then I immediately I pre-ordered it. Um, it's it, awesome. You pre-ordered it before I did. You texted really? me and were like, pre-ordered. And I was like, wait, <laughs> I should pre-order it. And so I pre-ordered it. Yes. I was like, you're right, Chris. I need to pre-order this thing. Uh, Let them know I want it. So it, it has um, illustrations never before seen by J.R.R. Tolkien in it. And yeah. uh, it's apparently uh, as he uh, developed the world, which we all knew this, as he developed the world of the Lord of the Rings and Middle Earth, he drew maps and wrote out languages, but he also illustrated um, areas and people and things from the uh, from from the world. And until now, we haven't seen most of those. Yeah, yeah, it's fascinating. Like I think the only other time, like the, an edition of the book has been released with uh, any of his his uh, works of art in there, it was only two of them. And so, like these are you know these are twenty eight brand new ones that you know we haven't had in alongside of a thing. I know that they've released like the art of Tolkien. Uh, there's like an art book of Tolkien at some point, but I'm not sure if these are included in it. If even if there is some overlap, like this being alongside, like whenever you're reading about like Orthanc or whatever, and then seeing his illustration of what he thought Orthanc looked like, it would it's that's a fantastic way to read the book in, in my mind. Um, like that's I'm I'm very excited about this, dude. Totally, me too. It's interesting, like in the uh, so the Guardian has like an article that they wrote up. Allison Flood wrote up about uh, kind of his like why hasn't this been released before? And so like I thought some there's a, a chunk I'm going to read here real quick, but the, it, it uh, the article says Tolkien was always modest about his abilities as an artist, although a handful of his illustrations were featured in The Hobbit. Uh, the author described himself as quote, rather crushed, end quote, by comments from one critic that the images, quote, show no reflection of his literary talent and imagination, end quote, adding, quote, all the more so because I entirely agree with him, end quote. So it, it basically some a critic like criticized his artwork <laughs> at the time. And then uh, and then he was like, oh, I actually kind of agree with that person. And so I'm not going to put up put out this artwork any, you know, anymore. Um and uh, so C.S. Lewis reviewed the images and maps as, quote, admirable. So uh, the, the last part of this, uh, the part that I'll read from the article says, in the middle of writing The Lord of the Rings in 1939, he told his publisher that the work was laborious and that, quote, I should have no time or energy for illustration. I could never draw and the half-baked imitations of it seem wholly to have left me. A map very necessary would be all I could do, end quote. And the map is what's been kind of in included in there before, but it's just fascinating that he like kind of had this, uh, was, was put down about his artistic stuff. Cause like looking at like some of the stuff, it looks amazing. I know. Um, and it's like, it's like, clearly this is just a, you know, a critic who's, you know, being too, too, too hypercritical or just, I don't know exactly what's going on. And then he was, you know, the artist of uh, that in him was just hypercritical of himself as well, you know? So that's how, that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah. And, and the thing is like, you know, you know it, it's a little different. 
even if they're not, you know, the, the most amazing illustrations, it's just like, this is, it, it it's, I want to see what, how Tolkien envisioned his characters and his world, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, not how someone else did. Um, yeah. And, 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 you know, I think about, like, George Lucas. Like, George, I don't know that he did a lot of the actual drawing and art design, but he approved every single one of them. And mm-hmm. so, like, you know that that's how he wanted people to think about and see Star Wars. Like, but for the most part, I mean, other than the the art that, like, um, was done for the books, we don't know really know the level of approval that Tolkien has had on all those over the sure. years. And yeah. especially with the movies and that kind of stuff. I mean, he was long, you know, past uh, at that point. And so it that's the most intriguing thing to me is to see, like, how did he see mm-hmm. this world? And it doesn't necessarily like it doesn't mean you know the others are invalid. It's just like I want to see what right. the creator saw, right? And I think it's fascinating to me. Like we talked about a few weeks ago. I mean, maybe it was earlier this year or late last year, or something like that. We talked about audiobooks and how like the author of whatever audiobook reading that audiobook mm-hmm. is always like it's always what I would prefer to just somebody else like reading it. Yeah. Um, because you get the tone of voice because, and even if they're not necessarily the best performer or the best, you know, reader or whatever it, it is, however they communicate it is what they wanted to communicate. And so that's kind of like where I come down on this too, is it's like, man, it's just like seeing his, like these, you know, drawings of this thing be like, okay, what, what was he envisioning whenever he did this? And, and uh, what was he like, what kind of supplemental things was he drawing to kind of trigger his own storytelling um, or to, to help himself illustrate like, Hey, you know, what does this tower look like? Let me just draw it real quick or whatever. And, uh, and, and, you know, then write the rest of the story or whatever. You know, it's just a fascinating look at that process of, you know, something. So, you know, again, 1930, 39 or whatever, it's a long time ago. But yeah, dude, I'm very, very interested in in seeing this. Yeah, dude, me too. So your pick of the week was Falcon and Winter Soldier. And my pick of the week was the Lord of the Rings illustrated edition. The new one that's coming out in October. All right, John, it's time to talk about Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, so uh, I will, I'm going to pull up the, the trailer right now. If you haven't watched it, oh, you yeah. should just go watch it because we're going to spoil the trailer. Yes. Um, I and, mean, it's the trailer. You yes. Know? And uh, then we're going to just play and talk about the trailer and what we see and what we like about it. Super down. All right. So um, starts off, and it looks like all these guys, it's like – a lot of the guys from the Suicide Squad are going to uh, rescue Harley Quinn in some way. That's um, right. That's right. Yeah, and uh, just immediately the it's just like these whip pans and uh, jokes flying, and it's like okay, this is what honestly like I want from the Suicide Squad. Wanted from the Suicide Squad. Um, they kind of tried to make the other movie like that, but like it hadn't been shot like that. So you just you can only do so much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and then, you know, it's just like that wasn't the vision necessarily of the filmmaker totally. who was doing it in the first yeah, place. Yeah, which I still so, want the air version of Suicide Squad, the original that one. That would be nice, you know, just to make a cohesive something or other out of that movie. Yeah. Uh, and then, Har- anyway, Harley Quinn shows up, and she's just, like, in the street. They don't have to rescue her at all, and Yeah, she's it's already amazing. broken out. I know. It's freaking <laughs> awesome. And they're like, they're like, wait, we're here to rescue you. And she's like, oh, that's <laughs> yes. so sweet. I, I can go get back in. I love, <laughs> I, I just love Harley Quinn, dude. She's the best. Dude, 
And the thing is, like, <laughs> while the first movie, uh, first Suicide Squad movie, like, I feel like it wasn't, you know, like, it maybe totally didn't didn't get there or whatever. But like the Birds of Prey movie, like this, just reminded me as like how much I really liked the Birds of Prey movie last year. Yeah, man. totally. Um, and so they, you know, again explain the the conceit of the Suicide Squad. You know, if they uh, successfully um, fulfill a mission, they get ten years off their sentence. If not, if they decide to run or something like that, they die. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's there's actually like a spot in here um, in the trailer where they put the they, you see the per- person putting the chip into uh, someone's uh, head or whatever that'll you know that'll do it blow blow up their blow up their head or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that person who puts the chip in is actually the original writer, the creator oh, of Suicide Squad. That's cool. Um, John Ostrander. So, a little Easter egg there. See a lot of characters. We see John Cena. Um, we see uh, like I guess Sylvester Stallone as the shark dude. Um, <laughs> King Shark. King, man. Shark. King Shark is awesome. Yeah. Uh, we see. I mean, just like honestly, just, it's just the cast of characters is just freaking huge. And it's, I mean, it's more characters than we're in Guardians of the Galaxy, which James Gunn also directed. Right. And it's like how much like the thing about this movie was whenever they started announcing all those trailers and who was playing them and that sort of thing. I. I was like, how is this possibly going to like feel right? Like, <laughs> how are we going to do had, we this? We talked about that. And it just seemed absurd, the, the sheer volume of characters. But after having watched this trailer, I'm like, yeah, I, I could see it actually being like happening. Yeah. Like, this could yeah. totally be, be perfect. So, and honestly, any one of them, I feel like at, at any point in that movie could just like be, be wiped out. You know, it's like, yeah. I feel like there's, you know, some, there's quite a lot of them that probably won't make it. <laughs> So the the one difference like that I that honestly like right off the bat just he feels weird to me I get is I guess uh, what's his face flag, you know in the first Suicide Squad he was very he was like very military very like straight laced and this one he's like wearing a bright yellow t shirt and you know and being like all crazy and I'm like that's that's the only piece of it that feels like uh, slightly off to me where I'm like okay that was not the character he was playing before I suppose uh, yeah the yeah flag in, in this one. I don't know. It just, uh, it, yeah, it didn't. I didn't necessarily even connect the dots that that's the same flag as before. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're kind of right. You know, um, interesting. And that like like makes me wonder how much we're really like because this is just called the Suicide Squad, right? This isn't Suicide Squad Two. This isn't you know that it's just True. the Suicide Squad. True. And so how much are we even going to like use? Do we just basically throw out the other movie and go, okay, some of the cast is the same, but no, like, I mean, I don't, I don't know. No, I don't think so. Like in the same way that in the same way that I don't think, um, Harley Quinn and birds of prey throughout the first suicide squad. Sure. But sure. they just don't rely on it terribly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And then basically, like, this is its own story. It's like it doesn't necessarily need the same consistency with uh, some of those things, you know. I mean, but then that character in particular, Flag in particular, like, yeah, you're right. That does seem kind of strange. We'll see. We'll see how it ends up. Maybe yeah. he's uh, he's more straight-laced than the trailer, like, makes him seem. It's possible. But, um, yeah, you know. Um, so we really don't get really any plot information. Like, we just – there's on this – on this big mission, looks like they're assaulting some kind of compound in some kind of jungle area, um, and that's all we really know from this. Right, right. The uh, the interesting things like there's a 
I was reading a thread um, on Twitter from uh, Gail Simone, a writer who's written uh, a lot of, like, she wrote The Secret Six and wrote some uh, team-ups with um, John Ostrander with the Suicide Squad back in the day. Um, And, like, she mentioned, like, some, some... interesting like Easter eggs or like, you know, tidbits were about like certain characters being, being originally uh, planned to be used in like Watchmen or like, you know, so it was like a lot of the characters uh, of like Peacemaker was originally like supposed to be one of the characters in Watchmen. He's supposed to be the comedian in Watchmen. Dang. And so, but then whenever that story went where it went, they were like, okay, well we don't want to use these other characters for that. Just, you know, let's, let's use uh, original characters. That's cool. Um, And so it's just fascinating stuff like that, that like, uh, you know, DC bought a, a publisher like that was basically just putting out comics because it was cheaper than like closing down their printing presses or whatever and it was paying paying some money rather than you know having to liquidate everything and so like dc bought that printer or that publisher and like that's how they ended up with some of the other characters in there and stuff so it's a it's an interesting thread if you want to you know go check it out on 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 twitter gail simone awesome uh comics writer um who uh you know does does a lot of things on twitter so that's awesome <laughs> but yeah some interesting things there um, it looks like there's a lot of action, uh, a lot of cool things with Harley Quinn, which is always great. Um, there's, uh, you know, at the end of the trailer, we see this giant, like, they call it a kaiju. <laughs> it's a giant, like, starfish. Yeah. <laughs> and it's freaking amazing. <laughs> it's Starro yeah. is the name of the, uh, of the, of the villain. <laughs> It's hilarious. Yeah, they're like, it's a kaiju. It's, and it's a like, kaiju. clearly, clearly, this is just a giant starfish. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I wonder, like, you know, it's like you think about it and you're like, man, that would actually still be pretty destructive if a giant starfish yeah. was just like waddling around on, uh, on the, uh, you know, above the surface. Oh geez, dude, I'm I'm so down for this movie. The, uh, the Harley Quinn, like her line about like, oh, you're. Uh, if you have a personalized license plate, you die. That's yeah. That, like consistently have thought about that, like yes. that exchange, like and chuckled to myself. I mean, she, it's after just watching a, it. She's it's, that's and that's the comedy that makes Harley Quinn so great. It's like just the absurd yeah. comedy where you're just like, what? Yeah, are you talking well, about? And the funny thing there is like, there's there's a there's it's it's story based because or it's uh, it's character based because the Joker has per and in, in right. the su- original Suicide Squad has personalized license plates. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then, uh, they show, you know, show the cast 25, uh, 25 actors <laughs> in this movie. It's so many people. I know. It's insane. Uh, I don't know. Do we have her? Oh yeah. August 6th in theaters, theaters and on HBO max. So dude, super awesome. Freaking can't wait. Uh, yeah. I, I'm so pumped for this movie. Yeah, and it's like, it, uh, you know, some of the the second Guardians movie, eh, not necessarily my fave, but like I watched it again Guardians recently, and I was like, this isn't as bad as I thought. I remember, like, I think I just yeah. expected something different from it whenever we saw it. I mean, the first Guardians movie, I I enjoyed a lot, and then the second one, I was just like, mm, I'm not, I don't know, it, just, it wasn't didn't quite the same notes, but like this in general just feels like something completely different. Cause I was also worried that it was going to feel so much like Guardians, yeah. where it was just like, oh, this is just Guardians, but with suicide squad right you know um but that's not what it feels like it feels like its own completely different thing yeah um and that's i I appreciate that about the trailer i appreciate that they uh that they're he's going like full on with all the characters man like you said 25 characters (laughs) just just go for it you know yeah i mean and and, like i kind of compare it to um 
why can't I think of his name? The director of uh, Thor Ragnarok and uh, Taika Waititi. Yeah, so Taika Waititi, like you know, you would you would think you'd look at something like Jojo Rabbit or something like that, and be like, is right. this just going to be like Thor Ragnarok? No, he he has all this. He's able mm-hmm. to you know, like within comedy and his style of humor, he's able to do all these different things, and that's why yeah. I feel like we're kind of experiencing with James Gunn, which is super cool. Yeah, that is really cool. And and again, like it just has each each property, each story has its own heart to it. And that's just a fascinating thing to look at where yeah. um, in, in many other cases, I feel like a, uh, you know, uh, the Snyderverse or whatever. It's like all those movies have, have felt like this, this is actually everyone's have felt like, you know, they're like the next chapter of the next story or whatever, even if they deal with different characters. Um, whereas this just feels like, you know, there's just so many things that are just completely different about it. And I guess like that's part of maybe what was wrong with my expectations going into guardians two was that I expected like more of the same of guardians one. And it was not that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, I can't wait for August 6th. Um, it's, uh, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, dude. So pumped. All right, well, uh, this is a short one, but a good one. And uh, maybe next week we can eat, I, I, either I'll catch up with Falcon and Winter Soldier or hopefully I'll watch the four hours Justice League and we can figure something out. Um, and, I plan uh, to watch the four hours of Justice League. So people talk about it being six different chapters, Chris. Yeah. Um, and that like two chapters, like if you do like two chapters, it's like an hour or whatever. So I feel like maybe I'll end up just like watching it in chunks. Mm. Um, but like, I, I really didn't want to do that. And like, but that's what's been keeping me from watching it from in a lot of ways. It, yeah. Also, also I was away from my big TV and I realized th- <laughs> that it was in four, four, three. Yep. So it's like on a phone, it's going to be the size of like a baseball card. Yep. And I don't want to hold my phone that close to my face. That's true. That's true. Um, so now I'm, uh, I've got my big TV back. Um, so I'll try to chip away at it this week at some point. Probably I, I like, it's like one of those things where, um, you sit down and watch like 14 episodes of a TV show because they're short, like 30 minute episodes or something. But like, you don't want to, you know, it's too daunting to put on a two hour long movie. Um, so, you know, it's just, uh, I'll just decide to watch it in chunks and probably sit there and watch the whole thing. So nice. Um, all right. Well, uh, you can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com on social at Chris two five zero and John Wright seven, seven, seven and at stay target pod. Please go to your podcast service of choice. Review us. Tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on stay, stay on, on target. target.